If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They're hackers and they're commies. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to those hacking Chinese, I just like this. Uh, a hateful sports crowd in New York hating on Boston. <laughs> That's some pretty good... Tens of thousands of people chanting, Boston sucks. <laughs> and then the organ player, all right. <laughs> Can I hear the beginning of that again? It's pretty good at the beginning there. jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, the whole sports thing is hilarious. You know, the, the, the term sucks was something you never said out oh, loud. No, 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 no. That is gone when from When we me. were kids. That was a, quote, bad word when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I was never allowed to say that, but I've given up on that. It's so mainstream. My kids, teachers say it. Oh, teachers, yeah. teachers regularly say it. Oh, that sucks. Here, I'll help you out. Yeah. Um, and we need not go into origins and the rest of it, but when I was a kid, I was probably... <laughs> Did Gladys uh, stick around uh, for the podcast? Yeah, there she is. Uh, Gladys, I think I was probably 10 years old, and I was at a uh, Chicago Blackhawks game with my dad, and they happened to be playing the uh, Boston Bruins, speaking of Boston. And the uh, the entirety of the crowd began to chant in the direction of Gary Cheevers, uh, Jerry Cheevers, the uh, goaltender for Boston. Cheevers sucks. Cheevers sucks. And that seared into my memory. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. There's a crowd of people. All of these people are adults, and they're chanting a bad word. Well, you Shocking. Ex- you expect better of Chicago hockey fans. Plus, I, I thought, all right, number one, he doesn't suck. And number two, that's really mean. He's right there. He's hearing this. This is very mean, I thought, as a little child. That reminds me of when uh, Derek Jeter hosted Saturday Night Live, and he uh, he went on the news segment to talk about people who chant Jeter sucks. Look, I'm 24 years old, and I've won four World Series. I don't suck. 
<laughs> che- cheater sucks. Cheater sucks. <laughs> I objectively do not suck. All right, moving along. So uh, we didn't get to a couple, a handful of interesting clips about Chinese spying during the radio show, and we thought maybe we'd jump into it here. Uh, let's start with uh, CBS News. Noro O'Donnell is talking about uh, TikTok. 40, Michael, sorry. The crackdown on TikTok continues. The White House today gave government agencies 30 days to remove the video sharing app from all federal devices and computer systems. The Office of Management and Budget says the move is aimed to, at protecting U.S. data. Officials suspect that China is using the app to spy on Americans. The ban does not impact the more than 100 million Americans and teens who use TikTok on non-government devices. Yet. Um, the one thing that baffles me about this story is why now you've been saying this. We've been told this for years now. So why did it take several years to decide? Yeah, we probably shouldn't let China spy on all our people in government or anybody really. Well, because we have a complicated relationship with China, and something tells me the stuff that we hear about being negotiated is the tip of the iceberg. And there are all sorts of behind-the-scenes discussions going on. But, you know, just the Chinese are saying, no, don't ban that or, or eliminate that, or we'll, uh, we'll have a little uh, tit-for-tat war here, and we're doing a lot of trade together, so let's be cool. Um, one aspect of the TikTok thing that I've been meaning to bring up, because I read uh, Jeff Fowler in the Washington Post, who we've talked to many times, he's their tech writer, one of their tech writers. He was writing about how dangerous TikTok actually is or isn't, and he goes into, you know, what the folks at ByteDance and the American version of it are promising, and where servers will be storing the data and blah 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 and the ways you can get around that but then at one point he mentions under chinese national security laws if the chinese government goes to you as a chinese citizen wherever you are around the world and says give us this you have to give them that including like all the data on the servers of your company there's no saying well you're gonna have to sue me for that (laughs) what about my rights you don't have any friggin rights so, no, this company's independent from the Chinese government. No, they're not. They're independent from the Chinese government till the second the Chinese government says, you got to give us everything we're asking for. Right. Anyway, uh, let's see a different aspect of this whole thing. This is uh, the massive hacking uh, that they're talking about on uh, Morning Jose 41. China has a massive global campaign of cyber espionage. You know, they do what the U.S. does. They hack into networks to gather foreign intelligence. That's legitimate. The United States does that to them. But they also do this other thing where they're hacking into Western corporations to steal trade secrets, intellectual property. And many years ago, the commander of Cyber Command called it the greatest transfer of wealth in history, Chinese hacking of Western institutions. Um, and, it's, and it's still going on. And, and the head of intelligence for CrowdStrike said, it's worse than ever, it's endemic. You know, as, as much as we try to improve cybersecurity for corporations, uh, they just, the Chinese are getting better, they're getting more sophisticated, they always find a way in. I'm sure that's true, that it's the greatest transfer of wealth in world history and probably ever will be. Yeah, but that that last part, it's funny that he ended with uh, their sophisticated efforts and they're getting even more sophisticated because in the next clip, well, here's how sophisticated they have to be. What was fascinating about this report, 70% of these intrusions now don't even require malware. 
Uh, they call them malware-free intrusions, which means they stole somebody's password, basically. They spearfished someone who, at the company and got in legitimately, and they're in the network for a while before people even discover it, and they steal lots of valuable things, and they use it to expand their economy and, uh, and for, try to fulfill their plan to become the dominant economic power. So the spear phishing he's talking about is you send an email saying, yeah, uh, enter your password uh, to to uh, uh, to to reply to this email because uh, you got to for some reason. <laughs> and it's generally, you know, a little more clever than that, but not much. And people type in their passwords. So that's more than half of the uh, the cyber intrusions. People just give up their passwords. Man, you could give me so much stuff and I still wouldn't have the slightest idea. How to break into your computer and do anything. Right. Now I have his password. <laughs> now what? Uh, you know what there needs to be? There needs to be a special government designation, maybe, for for guys like us. Because just the other day, I'm trying to do something relatively mundane through various corporate systems, and they announced to me that I really needed to change my password right. because it's been a month or two months or three or whatever it is. I don't or even four remember. hours. And and it, and then every aspect of what I was trying to do required me to rechange my password, then get a code on my cell phone and enter the code. And what should have been a three-minute task turned into a solid half hour. Oh, that kills me. That, oh, I that know. takes years off my life, that I sort know. of thing. I know. I know. It makes you homicidal. Uh, but I was thinking, there is nothing I do or will ever do that could benefit the Chinese communists or the Russian mob or, or, or uh, you know, Dr. Evil or Spectre. Was that the, uh, the villains in the James Bond movies or, or anybody? I just I, I read about the news that I make jokes about it. And sometimes I, I tell people products that I think are really good that they might like to buy. You can have all my crap, all of it. I feel, Stop making me change my password, please. I feel that way about all the health stuff. All these forms I have to fill out before I can do anything, share anything. Is there some place I can check? I don't care if everybody in the world knows everything about my health for the rest of my right. life. Can I check right. that box? And then that way you can access anything you want. You can send it to any therapist, medical doctor you want, bosses, teachers, whatever. I don't care. Anything about my health, the whole world, you can put it on a billboard. I don't care. <laughs> Jack has <I> scabies. <laughs> He had scabies. That's right, Michael. He had scabies. Never forget. So disgusting. <laughs> if it would eliminate me having to, like, sign a whole bunch of forms to get yeah. some health information to another person where somebody can't call and check on me or whatever. Oh, or my wife tries to straighten out something on her insurance because she handles the, the administrative stuff. And they won't talk to her because she's right. not me. And I have to That's call and crazy. say... Hey, this is me. This is her. Talk to her. Okay. <sighs> but there should be an opt-out. I got nothing yes. to hide. I have nothing of any value to anyone. So I have arthritis and high blood pressure. My erections are fine. But I'll let you know if there's any change. <laughs> <laughs> my blood pressure's up. My erections are down. <laughs> Scabies, bad erections. These people are sick. Well, I guess that's it. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.